everyone the cup that was holding my cold brew. Now we're filled with water, my right leg over my left, the Nike Cortez shoe. It's white, black. Main focal point, I'm recording this episode. Now, what does that mean? I'm not sure. I'll say this, different setting. Uh, Still sitting in a leather-bound chair, more of a sofa. And I'm not confined to my smaller quadrants of my room. A bit of an open space. Regardless, this episode, I mean, it's uploaded 6 a.m. Monday morning, as it always is. Which means, everyone... This is the Monday Morning Commute Podcast. My name is John. Here's my thing. I mean, right away, everyone, we are on the week of 300, 300. When I hear 300, first thing that comes to my mind, uh, Chief Keef's 300, which I don't play it often, but when Chief Keef kind of first started dropping music, that might have been, I played that song a lot. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Now, second, the movie 300. And I, I, I don't think anyone understands how badly I want to say the movie 300 starring Russell Crowe. I don't know who the actual star is. I know it's not Russell Crowe, but my goodness, does he look similar. He did a tremendous job. It's a good movie. That's what is coming to my mind. So I think for episode 300, you can expect me to probably talk about those two things. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it at that. Everyone, it's the Monday morning commute. Table of contents, thumbtacks, specifically 80 of them. And if you follow me on Twitter, you might have seen a very specific tweet Saturday morning. So I'm going to frame it like this. I'm renting this place. I'm renting the room. I'm not the homeowner. I'm not the landlord. With that, there's specific rule sets that I have to follow if I want to continue living in that room by the person renting the house. I have to follow it. I have to comply. For example, I I don't think I could paint the room without this individual's permission. If I wanted to install a bench in my room, I would probably need this person's permission. If I wanted to take a thumbtack and press it into my wall, maybe to hold up some sort of poster... I would need his permission. And I can tell you this, thumbtacks, not allowed. Nails, not allowed. I'm going to assume that screws aren't allowed. So if I want to hang something up, it's got to be by the way of probably scotch tape. I'm not sure how, uh, I mean, I was going to say tacky. It's like the, it's like the sticky clay. I, I, mean, I think that was a big thing in elementary school when people would put stuff on the wall. I don't know if that removes paint easily. I haven't even inquired about that until I was kind of formulating excuse me, formulating this episode. Point being, you can't use thumbtacks. And, you know, a few issues with that. I didn't know that until I bought 80 thumbtacks. Now, it's not, like, financially speaking, maybe $2.99 for 80 of them, but I still bought thumbtacks. And I don't think I asked for for the receipt, so I can't return them. And, you know, I had some stuff that I wanted to put on my wall, and I'm fine doing scotch tape, but I had some heavy-duty posters that I was planning on putting up, that just general scotch tape wasn't going to get the job done. We could operate with duct tape. It's the taking it, looping it like a circle. We're sticky all around. But duct tape, you know, that's great for maybe plugging leaks. Um, that's great for probably, if you don't have handcuffs, keeping someone's hand together. I don't know if it's great for keeping posters up on the wall. I think if you're not nailing something to the wall, a thumbtack, that's probably the best way to keep something up there. And keep in mind, I come from a thumbtack background. Back home, my room, 
now converted to a guest room. But in high school, the south-facing portion, that wall, the south-facing wall, covered. Absolutely covered. You had posters. You had H&M bags that I'd pin up there. Um, athletic certificates, 5K bibs, stickers, newspaper articles. I think a, I think a euro or a, some sort of foreign currency all on my wall. 90% of those objects, they're, they're put together in pins. I think I might have, the foreign currency might have been taped up there. I didn't know if I wanted to damage it in case I had to use it again. But then again, the tape, you're going to take it off. It's going to take some of the print with it too. So maybe not clear thinking on my point. But thumbtacks, it's basically what I've known. I've been around them for a lot of my life. But here I am in a position where I can't actually utilize them. So making my room that chic, sleek, sexy, bit of a detour. All of a sudden, scotch tape making its way into my life. No longer was it a utensil that I would find in the drunk drawer back home. But instead, a what I'd say, everyday item laying nonchalantly on the blacktop that is my desk from Ikea. Taping general things, old English doodles, goals, uh, realities, stuff I'm trying to speak into existence written out on my wall. I've got a poster of the Portland TriMet system, public transportation. It's a nice setup. Didn't see it happen in this way. Uh, the picture frame of, uh, excuse me, the picture of Marilyn Monroe now just laying against my closet. Thumbtacks. With all this happening, not needed. But I didn't want to throw them. I mean, it's 80 thumbtacks, and I don't, to be honest with you, I don't know if that's something I would recycle or throw away. I don't know if, I don't know where I dispense it. It's very pokey. And I don't want, like, do I have to go put it in the, the hazardous materials box you might find in some public restrooms? I don't know if I'd categorize it as some sort of syringe. It, technically, it's a, I don't know if it's a needle. It's just very sharp. I don't know what to do. Either way, I, I took that box of 80 thumbtacks, put it on the shelf in my closet, forgot about it. This past week, and I slept in a little bit. Caught a little after 10. And I'm removing my covers, and I'm now sitting upright, not against anything, working on posture, take out my phone. I'd say three minutes, check some things, put it away. Got up, it's the back stretch, it's the rotation here, it's the rotation there. I got my towel in my right hand. It's a brown towel, I'm exiting my room, going to the bathroom. It's crest on the toothbrush, we're brushing, we're brushing, make it two minutes. I take my night guard now, I, I grind my teeth, so I've been given a knife guard, excuse me, a night guard, don't want to degrade the teeth, break down the enamel. Cleaning that guy, putting in the to-go box, and then into my toiletry bag. My towel over the pole that holds the shower curtains in the shower. Everyone, I was putting it all the way hot, making it nice and steamy. Set myself up for a great day. If I had eucalyptus scent, it'd be in the air, but I don't. We're just rocking head and shoulders. And a body wash that I've never seen before, but I bought it at Walgreens the other day. I, I would say it's an independent body wash, but I just don't think it is. I think it's a not that successful mass-produced body wash. Myself, one of the few supporters, I'm lathering up. I'm taking deep breaths. It's an eight to nine minute shower. I enjoyed myself. I'm aware. I got to save water a little bit better. But nonetheless, I'm out the shower. I'm drying off. The deodorant goes on. And I'm back in my room. Now, now I want everyone to understand something. I've taken a lot of showers and I have perfected the art of the towel around the hips to the point where I genuinely believe once I've wrapped the towel and I've secured in place in my own method, I could probably jump rope 
like the one where two people are on other side and they're doing the rope for, and I could do the double rope. I could probably do that for maybe like 90 seconds before my towel actually fell. It's a very, it's very secure positioning. And with that, both hands free. I'm ready to go. I'm dry. It's time to get dressed. I walk over to my closet. Right hand opening the door, left hand initiating contact with the collared t-shirts, the jackets, and jerseys that hang there. And, and quick for understanding. So my closet, let's start top to bottom. You got a shelf for storage. And up there, I'll have anything that I might need in three months, six months, a year, or just that holds any sort of sentimental value. Right? Cardboard boxes. I've got journals. I've got some wide receiver gloves. And I've got toothpicks. We'll get back to that later. Now below... That's where the collared t-shirts, the jerseys, the jackets are. But then below that, on the ground, that's where I put my underwear and socks. And it, no order whatsoever. Everyone, when I'm folding laundry, I... And it's not that I don't value underwear and socks. I think you could make a case, underwear and socks, the most essential part of any sort of apparel that we have. But I just don't really care if they're wrinkled. Because I'm walking around, I'm sitting, I'm standing, they're going to get wrinkled anyway, and I doubt anyone would see me like straight up in my underwear on a daily basis. I'll fold it over, though. I will kind of fold the underwear in half. I'll do my best to match the socks. I only have to match between, you know, Nike, Nike Drift socks, the Costco Puma socks, and the Costco socks. Uh, gray at the tip, red stripe around the toes. Pretty simple. Couple dress socks. But then after that... I just chuck them underneath those t-shirts that are hanging. So it's kind of one big pile. Or it's just, it's quite, I mean, I'm, underwear-wise, I have my favorites. It's the Fruit of Loom or the Hanes. I think I have a couple champion, but they've been weathered. And it's just not a big issue in terms of in the morning, in the rush, I grab whatever's right available, the first thing that I see, and I go on with my day. However, the thing we need to understand, there's a pile of socks and underwear remarkably unorganized underneath my t-shirts. So now with both hands, closets totally open, uh, I'm, I'm sorting through everything. I want to pick out a nice t-shirt. I want to feel good. It's a Saturday. I want to bang out some episodes. I want to have a productive day. Confidence is key. And if we can remember a month back, we did the toothpick episode. And I was talking about how it's just remarkable how such a tiny piece of wood in my mouth all of a sudden lifts up the chest, the shoulders back, feeling edgy, very confident. So I'm thinking to myself, that might be an essential part of today's outfit. Toothpicks up there, up on that top shelf. So before I've even picked out a t-shirt, picked out socks, underwear, before I even picked out pants, my left hand goes up north a little bit. Leading away my index and middle finger, I make contact with the toothpicks on that top shelf but I need my thumb. If I'm going to grab it, I'm going to bring it down. I need my thumb. At this point, I begin to cup my hand. The thumb's going to slide underneath, and with that, I'm going to connect it with my index and middle finger, probably grab about three toothpicks. But the shape of cupping, if you look at it, if you rotate it 90 degrees, for example, that's kind of how I'd hold a glass. And ever since I was in fourth grade, whenever I hold anything, if I'm drinking water, a beer, juice, I would never drink milk, but hypothetically, if I drink milk out of a glass my pinky finger is going to flare out. And honestly, the only time I won't flare out my pinky when drinking, if I'm like anxious or nervous. So some people, when they get anxious, when they get nervous, maybe biting the nails, um, sweaty, for me, 
and of course, you know, I'll, obviously I'll elicit some of those reactions as well. But for me, for the most part, if I'm drinking anything, I'm just not feeling it. If I'm feeling a little off, I just don't flare out my pinky. However, my, my hand at this point grabbing these toothpicks, mimicking the shape that I might grab a beer, that I might grab a glass of water. And we can do the math. The pinky flaring out, I can't really control it. I'm not aware of the terrain up there, really. Because I'll put things up there, but it's very rarely that I go up and try to grab anything. But my pinky, upon flaring out, flush contact with, it wasn't foreign. But it was something I hadn't felt in a while. Next thing you know, I hear not a, a break, not a crack, but this breaching noise right below me. I look down, and my eyes, first seen the happy trail, then quickly the folded towel, and then my feet, and right around my feet, what looks like about 35 thumbtacks, the case just off to the right, 35 see-through thumbtacks. Everyone, I bought 80, and in my immediate view, I'm picking up about 35, and that's a guess. That's just a guess. Either way, I got to do a little searching. Because things could run into an issue. Everyone, they, they dropped in the general vicinity of my underwear and my socks. I'm down on my knees at this point. I got the case back open. The thought process was, look, I'll, I'll capture them groups of 20 and load them up. Four groups, we're good to go. First 20, very easy, right around the feet. Pick them out, drop them in. Next 20, somewhat, like actually pretty easy. I had to spread out a little bit more but I gathered them, no big issue. Now we get in the next 20, group number three. Surprisingly simple, but that radius from impact, the epicenter, we're moving out just a little bit farther. I'm picking things up, I'm moving things aside. Had to push my chair away a little bit, had to get a couple thumbtacks underneath the leggings of that chair, they extend out. However, you know, after a little bit, I got group three finished. Now we move on to group four, final stage. Knees a little bit sore. Originally, I was just on both. Then I slide back up, taking pressure off my left knee. I'm taking a knee, my forearm resting on my right leg, kind of looking over, surveying the field. And we dive in. First 10, somewhat easy. I actually had to dip into my closet. So I pushed my underwear and socks all the way back, and I found an immediate five. I dip back to the back left corner of my closet underneath a suitcase. We find another three, 12 left. Okay. Now I move back because maybe, you know, the thumbtacks might have went behind. And keep in mind, I'm barefoot, by the way. Very carefully, I move back. I readjust myself. Now my right knee, gather another two. Ten left. Okay. Okay. Things get difficult, though. Everyone, there's 80 thumbtacks. We found 70. Take a little bit more time, get real close to the carpet, almost like I'm eyeing up a putt. Now, this tactic alone, leveling out the playing field, a few figures pop up out of the carpet. Three thumbtacks out of the way, seven left. Now, collecting myself, uh, breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth, taking another step back, uh, exploring areas of my room that I really don't do on a regular basis. Got the portrait Marilyn Monroe. I'm lifting that back, find a couple back there. Five left. Okay rotating the 360 degrees a few times, getting on all fours. It's starting to wonder, should I just run my hand through the carpet, risk getting poked, but I'll find the final few. Not sure what to do. Each step careful, I'm stepping lightly. 
Because I think even stepping on the plastic thumbtack, like the grip, that's got to be painful. That's got to be Lego level. I'm assuming none of which are actually needle up. I, I, for some reason, I feel like they'd all just kind of lay at their side. So I wasn't too nervous, but still cautious. I get the idea to peek around the closet door. I wasn't actually sure in terms of just blast distance, how far the thumbtacks could have gone, probably wedged in between certain items, but peeking around the closet door, I find another two. We're at 77 thumbtacks now, three left, an elusive three, but three left. We're getting closer, and and I'm aware with each second, with each minute that I spend exploring my room, looking for these thumbtacks, that's a minute I lose for my Saturday. Not panicking, but I'm getting a little nervous composing myself, look a little deeper into the closet. Found a forgotten dress sock unaccompanied by its match. Lying on top, one clear thumbtack, 78, two more. Now everyone, I would love to sit here and very relaxed in this leather bound chair and tell you that I found all 80. Can't do that. Everyone, I spent another five minutes looking for these thumbtacks. The final two. Couldn't find them. I found 78 of the 80 thumbtacks. Which is kind of worrisome. I feel like I'd rather have only found half. Well, no. I I suppose you got to get as close to 80 as you can. I'm trying to look at the bright side. But I got two thumbtacks left. I'm assuming they're probably somewhere in my underwear and sock mess. I'm pro- I'll find out one way or another. Hopefully not that painful. Maybe I'll have to start shaking out the briefs before I put them on. There are lessons from this, by the way. This isn't just a general story. And we can draw a lot of conclusions. Most notably, maybe don't buy thumbtacks. But we don't want to limit ourselves. Maybe buy colored thumbtacks. As if that would ha- I feel like it'd still be pretty hard to find. Colored thumbtacks, though, they might throw off the color scheme of the room. I I don't want to sit here and say don't flare out the pinky. Maybe just organizing the boxer briefs, the socks as well, but that that almost feels like getting insurance for Godzilla or something. I'm just going to unnecessary lengths just to ensure what? I don't drop another box of thumbtacks. I'm probably not going to buy thumbtacks for a while, so going to have to think about that. I have 78, and I don't know how quickly I'll go through that. Anyway, it's a, you know, it's an interesting dilemma. Regardless, I shook out that pair of boxer briefs that day. I threw them on, threw on some pants, and had a pretty good day. I will keep everyone updated if the thumbtacks, if they come about. But, I mean, for the time being, everyone, I'm looking at the clock right now. And it is about that time, the 41st installment of the Monday Morning Commute. Everyone, my name is John. This all was my thing. Thank you for rock with me. Until next time.